0: You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion Series by author P. H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Numbers chapter 28, verses 1 through 8, Daily Offerings. Now poised to enter the Promised Land, Moses reiterates some of the regular duties and celebrations in Israel's calendar and adds a few others. This new generation would be at war with people, so they needed to be at peace with God. Life in the new land would revolve around the worship of God. First, they are reminded to make sure that they present their food offerings to God at the appointed times, as they are an aroma pleasing to Him. Each day they are to bring two lambs a year old without defect as a regular burnt offering each day, one lamb in the morning and one lamb at twilight, which was done at 3 p.m. To it was added flour, oil, and a drink offering. This was instituted at Mount Sinai. Verses 9 and 10, Sabbath Offerings. On the Sabbath day, this daily offering of unblemished young lambs was to be doubled along with the flour, oil, and drink offering. This was new. Verses 11 to 15, Monthly Offerings. Another new offering was to be done on the first day of the month. These were later referred to as new moon offerings. These involved two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. They were also to present one male goat as a sin offering. Later they will abhor these offerings, saying, When will the new moon be over that we may sell grain, and the sabbath be ended that we may market wheat? Skimping on the measure, boosting the price, and cheating with dishonest scales, buying the poor with silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, selling even the sweepings with the wheat. The Lord has sworn by himself the pride of Jacob. I will never forget anything they have done. In turn, God will abhor that they bring them with wrong motives. Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moons, Sabbaths, and convocations. I cannot bear your worthless assemblies. Your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Your hands are full of blood. Verses 16-25 to 25, The Passover A key celebration for this generation who would have left Egypt as children and saw all that the Lord did throughout the 40 years was the Passover. It was held on two days, the 14th and 15th day of the first month. Included with it was a week of uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, during which there could be no yeast in their homes. They were to do no work on the first and seventh day and hold a sacred assembly. The details are reiterated as they were taught and we studied in leviticus chapter 23 they were to offer rams lambs and bulls in addition to the regular morning burnt offering every day for seven days verses 26 to 31 the festival of weeks another festival they were to celebrate yearly was the festival of weeks the day after the sabbath of the first fruits they were to count off seven full weeks this was sometimes called the feast of weeks or feast of harvest and later called Pentecost. It occurred 50 days after the Passover. Included in this was a presentation of two loaves of bread and seven lambs, a young bull and two rams. Scarlet Threads So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or application to the gospel do we find in this chapter? All the feasts were designed for our good and his glory, and demonstrated their dependence on God's provision. The Israelites learned that worship was to take priority in the life of the nation. Jesus said, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We no longer celebrate these feasts, but we have an even greater reason to worship, be thankful, and rejoice. In Romans 14, 4-6, it says, These festivals were now a matter of preference, similar to the choice to eat meat or not. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall. And they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God and whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. In fact, Colossians two sixteen and 17 nullifies this law. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are the shadows of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. They were to offer a daily sacrifice, morning and evening, This is a good model to follow for prayer. There were extra offerings on the Sabbath. On the Lord's Day, our focus should be on worship, and we should double our devotions. At the beginning of each month, they were to offer a sacrifice, acknowledging God's mercies to them. It is a good practice to use anniversaries of our salvation, birthdays, and New Year celebrations to recall how God has led us so far, and thank Him for His mercies, which are new every morning. This typified the ongoing worship of God forever. From one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow down before me, says the Lord. That's Isaiah 66, 23. They were to add a drink offering to the food, pouring it on top. This represents pouring out our lifeblood, as Christ did, and as many martyrs also have done. The Apostle Paul said, But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoiced with all of you. The Passover was to be celebrated yearly to remind them of their redemption from slavery and their exodus from Egypt. Jesus is our Passover lamb who was killed on our behalf and whose blood protects us from the wrath of God. To see the over 30 ways Jesus is pictured in the Passover, refer to Exodus 12. The Passover was a remembrance meal, recalling their redemption. When we partake of the Lord's Supper, we remember the cost of our redemption. The Feast of Unleavened Bread pointed to Jesus' sinlessness. They were not to have yeast, which represents sin, in their homes. We are to purge sin from our lives. The Feast of Weeks, or Pentecost, followed fifty days after the Passover and pictured the outpouring of the Spirit of Christ which occurred 50 days after Jesus was crucified on Passover. This also occurred on the day after the Sabbath, or the Lord's Day. On this day they were to bring an offering of thankfulness. We should be thankful for all those whom God has saved. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Numbers chapter 29. May God bless the study of His word.